the the, tr- the tradcath mindset is a, a very strange one because it's like I want to live in a version of feudal Europe where I go on the computer all the time, yeah. basically. <laughs> Like, I want to be like a mid-level court official, and my job is like to go on the computer, you know, in in 14th century France. I'm illuminating manuscripts. I I think this specific issue goes beyond just Catholicism, Mm -hmm. though. Yeah. Because, like, growing up in in northern BC, my so my second grade class was 50% First Nations and, like, 50% white guys. And when I graduated, my graduating class was about 250 people. And I went back and counted once, and there was like maybe three or four First Nations people that like graduated mm-hmm. in that same class. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think a ton of that is, is institutional. Like, so one of my best friends is Metis, and, uh, or at least in high school. Best, doesn't matter. But for his friend at the time, Metis, mm-hmm. he got into two fights in seventh grade and got put into the... Uh, like the outreach off campus. This is where the bad kids go. We're just putting you here so you don't drop out. And he was like a smart guy that was able to learn well on his own pace. And he actually graduated a year early from that. But then he's telling me stories about all like the knife fights and stuff that broke out in his classroom at the same time. But if you're like a upper middle class white kid that plays hockey, you get into a couple of fights. It's an in-school suspension. Yeah, It's uh, or maybe you get a week suspension off. Is it? It's just treated different at an institutional level, mm-hmm. and attitudes are just different there. Like we had, um, there's slurs that people that listen to this podcast have probably yes. never even heard mm-hmm. of that they made up just for, uh, for like First Nations people in Canada. Yeah, um, like the the one that I'm, you're not gonna bleep about because it's just a word that we use all mm-hmm. the time. But people would call yep. them chugs. Uh, referring to like chugging alcohol, right? Jesus. It's like alcoholics. Yeah. And so like there was uh, in Fortnite, they had an item called the chug jug. And it was the first time that I'd heard it like without the, the ING at it. Like I'm mm-hmm. going to chug a beer or chugging a beer. And it was just like, it triggered me like, oh my God. Like if, if this was just in Tossett Creek, BC, this would be a slur. Mm-hmm. And like I graduated in 2008 there was zero education about residential schools yeah. at that time. Zero. I like only learned about it like after I graduated. And so like I think a lot of these attitudes that have been directed towards indigenous people in Canada are just it's like so so further perpetrated because of like the institutions. Yeah. And it's yeah. and it's and it's embedded in the community. Like I had a, exactly the same experience as as you, Aaron, growing up in Couch and Lake. Like same thing. Same mm-hmm. thing. Friends who got into fights who were, you know, Aboriginal and, and like were treated twice, 10 times as harshly as like, I don't know, like, yeah, a kid on the hockey team who got busted with an eight ball of Coke in grade 10, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, just absolutely fucking brutal and institutionalized. And that slur, too. Yeah, I, I grew up hearing that slur all the time. And like, I, I think one of the one of the things that that someone like Declan Rice, one of his purposes in the sort of in the social reproduction machine, the big thi- the big thing churning us through every day, is to make sure that you're not talking about that. Is to make sure that you're wondering whether or not um, is that you're focusing on something like oh, as the sanctity of the Catholic Church. That what you're that if you're going to take the sort of the right the right wing sort of culture makers 
whose opinions kind of filter down to the Facebook people, right? If you're if you think you have to take them at their word, then you're not talking about any of that. You're not talking about any of the real stuff. You're not talking about the experiences of actual people. They're keeping it in abstract terms about institutions that they just happen to like, whether that's the statues, that's the Catholic Church. All of a sudden, you're trying. You're what you're. If you're sort of a, you know, a well-meaning person who's trying to, uh, a, 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 a well-meaning, a well-meaning person who's trying to, um, you know, um, wrangle with like what Canada is and has done. If you're a, a native person trying to like, you know, um, assert your rights as a human, um, trying to like, trying not to live and basically they hit in among the symbols of you know the of a place that has tried to make you not exist, then you know you're you're forced by this kind of, this kind of media this cover running that someone like someone like Declan Rice in a small way but also people like at the National Post or whatever do all the time which is that all of a sudden instead instead of focusing on them you're asking questions about like how history is taught mm-hmm. you're wondering about like specifics of the catholic catechism like it's always a deflection and it always seems so ridiculous the reason it is always it is laughable, in fact, is because it is it is patently ridiculous. It is it, you are it is you're suggest you're asking sort of an important question, and you know you're it's a clown honking his nose in response to you. And what's very frustrating, I think, is that you're asked to take that seriously if you want to be a part of some kind of national debate if you want to go on a panel show or whatever you have to pretend that the clown honking his nose is making a point that's worth responding to and i mean fucking i see it over here all the time i think it's a sort of it's a feature now of um you know like like the the kinds of liberal democracies that we all live in it's a feature of the canada the states the uk the whole thing you have to pretend that these people are serious and worth listening to i mean we don't yeah. But we're we're talking on Discord for a podcast. We're not on a panel show. We're not doing a monk debate. Well, we're also not like none of us are say like the communications director for the fucking McDonald Laurier Institute who's going to wade in on this and talk about how arson is arson against churches is or burning down churches is you know the sign of a, a decaying uh, social system in Canada and you know and it's the sign of a thriving black metal yeah, scene exactly. Yeah, Norway's fine. <laughs> yeah, and like, look, is Norway perfect? Norway's not perfect. <laughs> There's a lot of good things going on there. Yeah, they're yeah. doing pretty good. They nationalized yeah. oil. Don't do- yeah, exactly. They, they look. They, they, at least, at least they nationalized their oil. Um, but I mean, I think if you if you want to sort of think of these as like an integrated whole, right? It's that there's a little machine that sort of ticks away to make people not think about the stuff. Right. And whether you're talking about the American Conservative or the National Post or fucking the Globe and Mail, a lot of that machine is just ticking away. And um, I think a lot of, and I, I wonder if it's a mistake to sort of take anything the, that, take the output of anything that machine creates seriously and instead try to tangle with the machine itself, which no one seems to want to do because the machine is made of all their friends, yes. <laughs> basically. Yeah. 
oh sorry i can't tangle with i can't tangle with this consent manufacturing machine that's like keeping us from engaging in our history and talking not just about in our history but keeping us from engaging in how our history has structured the experience of canada for someone who's let's say has negative been negatively impacted by it because that machine is actually my cousin uh my cousin's part of that machine so sorry i can't uh nope sorry we have to keep taking the machine seriously um and it's uh it's frustrating it is it's extremely frustrating to see uh and i think someone like declan rice it's just it's an example of the machine spitting out something like quite um sort of infuriate it's not just not just um obviously uh sort of you know um vulgar and offensive but also like deeply troubling yeah I think. yeah i i find what, his what? like like in the article his his sort of central thrust seems to be like uh separate like trying to separate church and state you know like like yeah. separating the responsibility of the catholic church uh from from the government mm-hmm. he he pins the blame on the government as if as if like uh saint anne's residential school in ontario didn't build their own fucking electric chair which they did you know well it, it wasn't just the catholic church no. either it was the the UCC and the the Protestant Church as well. The only difference is they've apologized and the mm-hmm. Catholics haven't. Mm-hmm. And and also like, I mean, you almost I remember we talked about sort of representations of this the first time. There was the fucking uh, goofball who sort of tried to do the flip argument, which is that oh, it's the Catholic Church, not the Canadian state at fault. Yep. And it doesn't matter, right? That that these guys are all making contradictory arguments. Because their real goal is to make sure that you're you're never you're never sort of talking about like the actual stuff that happened. You're always sort of you're asking very uh, very abstract questions about like specific institutions and you know who shouldn't you be too mean to, really? Yeah, I mean, if all um, of these institutions are doing the same thing and working in concert with each other, it's like, yeah. It, you know, if the uh, federal government is sending in the army to defend a golf course as late as late as like the 1990s, <laughs> then, 